Hey, hey, when I'm not fantasizing about Foster Lawyer winning National Player of the Year, I'm Odell Bredham Jr. Guys, welcome back for another week. Um, we welcome two special guests in Connor Muldowney and Don Thomas from A Podcast Divided. So gentlemen, welcome to the pod. And you're actually coming on as we're actually dealing with an historic achievement. We had the first 6-0 and week in our existence, and that was done by takes. So takes, I just want to congratulate you for everybody on such a massive achievement in your life. Um, this this is going to be going up on your fridge. And I mean, this is just a life. I mean, if I had a, a medal to put around your neck, I would, but we're not there yet. So don't worry. I made one for myself. I just saw the board very clear uh, <laughs> last week. Um, this week, not so much. It's probably gonna be a grinder, but I wrote, I rode that hot streak pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good this week. I made some nice money. Um, enough money to maybe buy Connor some AirPods that, you know, get him some real like beats. <laughs> for those, the neon beats. These, these are like day one beats. Leave him alone. He's, he's ready for basketball season. Heck yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to give me AirPods, I'll take them. Oh man. So takes, I'm going to let you actually start off this week. I mean, you said you don't really have a great feel for the board. So I feel like it's kind of throwing you under the fire. Yeah, why not? So we'll start Saturday. I like uh, Coastal Carolina minus two and a half. I like UNC minus seven. Uh, the big one here, OSU, I know Don's going to like this, minus 12 versus Penn State. Um, it's a night game in Happy Valley with no fans. And who's going to play running back for Penn State? Plus that it just lost to Indiana. Um, I just like Ohio State big, and you could probably put it down that I'm going to have Ohio State on my uh, picks for the remainder of the year. Um, moving on to Sunday, I like Seattle, minus three. Uh, the 49ers have been playing well, but I think Seattle bounces back after a crazy game. They always play these crazy, crazy games. I love it. It's must-see TV. I just love watching DK Metcalf play and letting Russ cook. Uh, and then I like Sean's uh, Steelers plus four versus the Ravens. Uh, I think the Ravens aren't that good. Um, they haven't impressed me this year. I think the Steelers uh, getting four points, you know, they have some of the best wide receivers, the best three wide receiver combination in football that are really underrated. Uh, Deontay Johnson is going to be better than AB. Just wait. That's my take. Let that cook. Whoa. For a little bit. He's going to be better. A little bit of a hot take. Let that cook. <laughs> Let that cook for a little bit. Come back to me in a month. He's going to be better. I'll be back. I might be back after the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I the only problem is he's made out of glass. So if he's healthy, he's putting up numbers. And Big Ben, if you look at like the targets and stuff, he when he plays, he only throws to uh, Deontay. Like Juju doesn't do anything. And then Claypool, you saw his stock go way down. Just let that cook, all right? And then my lock of the week, um, Buffalo minus four versus the Pats. Uh, the Pats are a train wreck, and no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Give me Josh Allen. You know, they can't run the ball. It doesn't matter. I like the Bills uh, to solidify themselves as the best team in the division. Give me, give me the feedback, boys. Yeah, right, I'm a, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. All right. I'm going to start. I got two things. First thing, 
Ohio State missing the, the whiteout with the fans and everything, that's huge. I think that's kind of going to be the difference. I think I'm on the same side. I'm on Ohio State too, and that's the big reason is because of there's not going to be a whiteout. I mean, it's going to be a completely different atmosphere there. And also, Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers, playoff sleeper team. Let's go. Let's get the Sun Belt in the playoff. <laughs> the Fun Belt? The Fun that, Belt I don't know is alive. Have you seen this uh, latest tweet from James Franklin? It's Ohio oh, State, Ohio State, Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio he does State. that every week. Does it every week, <laughs> and uh, I don't think he wants the smoke. This week. No, <laughs> no. It's like what? Not, that, I, it's like that Vandy guy a couple of years ago at the end of the game against Vandy goes, "We want Bama," and then they yeah. just flip the screen to the end of the score, and Bama won by like forty. <laughs> well, my favorite's when like uh, a team gets in as like a 16 seed, like the mid conference conference uh, tournament, and then they'll be like, "We want Duke" or "We want Kentucky," <laughs> and they're gonna be like a 16 seed and lose by 50. Yeah, just really bad strategy. And I just want to make one quick point about uh, not having the whiteout. I know that was uh, John Reschke's favorite game to play in. He loved the he loved the good whiteout. So oh boy, <laughs> oof, oof. As takes, about, uh, as takes as takes always tells me, move along. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, hey, don't forget about the Bullets or uh, or Tyler O'Connor or you know Willickus or. You know, the, any the of mega them? trenches, they love the whiteout of Penn State. So, Happy Valley, cool. yeah, they loved it. So, I heard they're getting tickets to that game specifically just to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, we actually have a major – I forgot to mention in our opening, but our next pick is going to be Couch Burner. And he is new. He's going to be a regular on the show. If you listened last week, uh, our executive producer and resident Mark Zuckerberg laid out an ultimatum to Mitch that if he <laughs> mispicked the Michigan State Rutgers game, he was gone in the clearest of terms. And uh, Michigan State got boat, ro- uh, boat raced by Rutgers. So, um, couch burner, welcome to your Jersey. full-time position. So, I'll leave the floor up to you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm happy to be here. You know, I believe the first time I went 4-2, and two, so I'm going to be looking to join takes at 6-0. and oh. <clears throat> So... <laughs> We're going to start off with, uh, with Kansas City, uh, 19 and a half favorites against the Jets. I think that's going to be an easy win. Um, Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, and he's on the best team in the league. Uh, the Jets, they're awful. Um, they give up 29 points per game, and they're facing a KC team that's 6-1, and one, uh, and they score 31 points per game. And I just think that's a matchup nightmare. Um, and I don't think the Jets have the talent to even come close to that. So I think that that's definitely going to hit. Um, my second pick is going to be Detroit Moneyline against the Colts. Uh, I like this matchup just specifically because I think Detroit's coming in relatively hot. Um, they've won two in a row off the bye week, um, and I think they have something to prove. I think, um, you know, if you take out the Green Bay loss, they haven't lost a game by more than a touchdown. I know the Saints game was six points, and I don't remember how much they lost by by the Bears, but I know they were within a touchdown. If they had, if Swift had caught the ball, they would have won. Um, so I like this team. Um, I think when they add Griffin to the to the, the, the defensive line, I think they become a lot better on the defensive end. And I think they can actually have a solid line. And that could definitely help some of the young guys like Okuda. Um, so I like the, the Lions in this. Moving on to my third pick, I'm going to go OSU minus 11.5 at Penn State. Just because, like Tate said, the, the no whiteout besides the 
the MSU guys be be in there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, but uh but anyway, you know, like I just think the OSU has looked solid against Nebraska on Saturday and then Penn State they strolled a lot against Indiana. So I don't think that's going to be much of a game to be honest with you um i think it might end up being like a 14 or or 21 point game to be honest uh and then moving i kind of jumped around a little bit but moving on to soccer uh, we've got manchester united versus arsenal this weekend and i've got them at over two and a half goals um the last game that united played they won uh five nil against rb leipzig in the champions league and then arsenal um they don't have a good defense, but they have a pretty good attack. Um, I think the same thing as United. They have a pretty good attack as well. So I think that's going to be a high-scoring game just because they don't really have a good defense at all. And I think it's going to be a lot of back-and-forth counterattack. So I like um, the over on that. And then my fifth pick is going to be uh, Michigan versus MSU over 52. Um, I'm taking this one simply because MSU's defense looks lost. Uh, they're not good on the defensive side of the ball, and they turn it over a lot. Um, and then I think Michigan, I think their offense looks pretty good. They have Joe Milton. I think he's going to be for real this year. And uh, to be honest, I think Michigan is going to score more than 50 themselves, to be honest. Uh, and I think that Michigan State, will, they'll still put up like 21 points. So I like that over. Uh, and then my burnt bacon is going to be Michigan minus 24.5 versus MSU. Uh, just because, like I said, you know, Michigan State, they're dog shit this year. Um, I don't think they can hold a candle to Michigan. And um, I just don't think that Mel Tucker knows what he's doing quite yet with this team. And they don't have him as a cohesive unit. So I really like Michigan this week. And to be honest, throughout the rest of the season. So, yeah, those are my picks. So much to digest there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot there. Um, Just to take it the kind of from the top, uh, Kansas City, I mean, Mahomes is due for a blow-up game here soon, at least to me. Um, I think he gets it this week against a terrible Jets team. And I think that 19-and-a-half was the bookmakers being nice to the Jets because you could make that bitch 28, and I'd still take the yeah. Chiefs because <laughs> they're fucking terrible. Game. Yeah, no, Lady has scored seven game. touchdowns, watch. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I mean, that's going to be real, especially in that offense where they can kind of pick and choose their moments to score. I mean, like, I'm starting Le'Veon in fantasy this week. I know Takes dumped him off to, I think, Sean, which, I mean, I might hey, hey. bite you. Before, hey, hey. before I knew he was getting cut. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, kind of swept I, that bitch. <laughs> I kind of swept yeah, I mean, that one out until I found out where he was going. Yeah, I mean, I really like your picks. Uh, I mean, I'm all in on the over and the I, – I do have to correct myself. Last week I called Michigan uh, – just Michigan, and I called Minnesota the real U of M. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. That is just a mistake and Hong Kong. me. So, yeah, Hong Kong, <laughs> Hong Kong. Oh, blue. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, I really like that over uh, the 24 and a half. I just, I mean, I think that's going to be right. It's going to be right around there. Um, but I'm not personally taking it, but I do love the over in that game. I Michigan might just get them get that themselves. Um. If we're gonna go into a little bit MSU U of M talk real quick, um, I did take. I'm not locking it up, but I did take MSU plus the points. My thinking was 24 is three field, three touchdowns and a field goal. Um, that's a lot of points for a Power Five game, just in my opinion. 
Um, unless Harbaugh gets a hard on for running up the score again, which he might, which is totally, totally on the table. I just, I don't know. I just, I think when you factor in MSU gave Rutgers the ball nine times, Rutgers touchdown drives averaged like 30 yards on the times that they scored. And the defense did not play, as I don't think, as bad as some other people do. I think that if they can just kind of keep field position neutral, it could be closer than people think. That's, But at the same time, like, it could be terrible. I have absolutely no feel on it. Yeah, because, I mean, we didn't really get a good look at what MSU – MSU's defense is or is going to be just based off of, like you said, the terrible field positioning and just having their backs against the goal line the whole game. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's going to be a favorable outcome for uh, five of us. I think, uh, Don, I think, I think you're going to be very happy on Saturday. And um, hey, hey, what about me, though? You know, I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, a yeah, fan I, this year. Uh, uh, honestly, I, I'm still – I'm still traumatized from being at the game when when the snap was troubled. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm not I'm not I will never celebrate a, a win against Michigan State until the last second ticks off the clock, and then I'll celebrate. Hey, I was there too. I remember that oh, that situation man. being a lot differently. No oh, man, I sat. I literally sat <laughs> on the. I sat in my bleat. It was I was in the end zone where it happened. So oh, I literally God. sat in my seat for 10 minutes and just stared into space, like, dazed. There's nothing you can really do at that point. No. no. That's kind of what I was like at the Illinois game last year for Michigan State. Oh, Jesus, oh, Christ. Jesus Christ. We don't talk about that anymore. That's – yeah, that's – We don't talk about that. What happened. I, I said – What quarterback, just quarterback beat us? didn't do anything. We, we don't talk about that anymore. Yell at Brandon Peters. Funny, yeah, oh, I got a funny, yeah, yeah. I got a funny Brandon Peters story. Hey, he almost beat Michigan last year. Yeah. I mean, he, he didn't play against us last year. No, he, he, was, he was out. He had his concussed. They had a close game for Illinois recently, though. Last year. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, they were playing a quarterback, though. It was oh. also for the first half. Yeah. I mean, I actually have a funny Brandon Peters story. Um, I was um, – after the Penn State game in 2018, I was out with Shea, um, uh, one, of the big, um, one of the big, you know, spots after the game, and, and BP was out there out with us. And I just told him, hey, man, keep keep grinding. You got this. He just, he just kind of gave me a stare, and then he just walked away. I'm like, <laughs> bro, he, he maybe thought because I was, I was friends with Shea, I was being condescending or whatever. And I wasn't. I was being for real. He, he just stared at me and he walked away. I'm like, How would you oh, say that to him? That's so rude. <laughs> right. That's so rude. Giving, giving, uh, giving the guy words of encouragement. Oh my words god. Words of encouragement. Yeah, that's just horrible. How dare you? Probably looking for girls at that point. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> oh man. So let's flip it over to uh, our guest, Connor. What are you? What are you feeling this weekend? Oh boy. So can we just do have a moment of silence for my uh, fan duel really quick? I took uh, <laughs> Curtis Samuel out of my lineup at the last minute, and he currently has two Ooh. touchdowns. Oh, shit. Um, so that's a good yeah. omen for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have really good luck in, in betting and fantasy and all that. So let's get this started with uh, Michigan. I, I took Michigan and the points just because Great. I have a hard time believing that our offense with Rocky Lombardi – is going to put up more than two touchdowns. Have a very hard time believing that. Granted, Lombardi looked good against Rutgers, but 
I mean, if you're a fourth-year quarterback playing against Rutgers, that's kind of how I expect you to look. And he still had, like, some terrible plays that looked like he was a freshman. So I'm going to go – I'm going to go Michigan, and I don't even think Lombardi's going to finish out the game. He might even finish out the half. So I'm going to go Michigan. Uh, I think the line when I looked was 23 and a half. Um, I'm going to do – the next one is Arkansas. And I think usually it's played at AT&T Stadium. I think this year it's at Texas A&M. Um, I'm doing – I'm taking Arkansas plus 11 and a half. I just think that they're like probably the most underrated SEC team out there. And they, they've done like a complete 180 from where they were a year ago. Uh, Sam Pittman has them playing really well. Felipe Franks is actually like a competent quarterback for the first time in his career. So I think they're going to play Texas A&M pretty tough. And I think Jimbo Fisher's always due for a choke, and this might be it. Um, I have Ohio State, Penn State. I took the over at 63 and a half because I don't think – I think Nebraska put up like – decent yardage against Ohio State if I'm not mistaken I think they put up like 400 something yards and I mean if they had like decent quarterback play they probably would have scored more points and I just think Penn State I think they're just going to pass the ball the entire game because they don't have running backs anymore uh and they're going to put up probably 30-ish 31 points and I think Ohio State's going to win like 42 31 something something ugly um but I think it's going to go over 63 and a half and then we're going to go flip over to the NFL for the next two. I have Saints. Uh, they got three points at the Bears. I think the Saints are going to – a little moment of silence for Jack Williams here. I think the Saints are going to mop the Bears this weekend. It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> the Bears are just so bad at, like, everything. And part uh, legend Nick Foles, he's just going to have a – he's going to have a rough weekend. Um, and then I have Seahawks 49ers. I have the under at 54 points. I just don't think that Russell Wilson can do all that scoring by himself. I know he's good, but I feel like the 49ers can play a little defense, and I think I, I don't think they're going to score much, and I think they're going to hold the Seahawks to like under, I would say under like 30. I don't think they're going to score much on, the, on their own. And then my burnt bacon lock of the week is Oklahoma, Texas Tech, over 66 and a half. I mean, that one's kind of self-explanatory. It's the Big 12. Oklahoma's going to score like 50. Texas Tech is going to score 49. Um, it's going to be a it's going to be an ugly ugly high scoring game, unlike you know the Big Ten games where it's ugly low scoring. Well, Thoughts? Connor went with an over, so I love it. Yeah, I'm new to this. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> I know you got Couch Burner. Really, you tickled you tickled him pretty yeah. good with uh, <laughs> taking the Saints. Oh, yeah. yeah, can someone can someone tell me who the running back for the Saints is? He's doing pretty good this year. Camara season. Yeah, that's right, bud. The future MVP <laughs> and Hall of Famer. Yeah, ex- well, uh, don't get ahead of ourselves, okay? Right. <laughs> oh man, the, the Bears just suck. That's just all there is to it. it so but the Saints are decent. Bears just suck. It Jack Williams is in shambles. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, ride, I'm riding with Jack on this one. <laughs> I'm riding Jack on this one. I think the Bears are actually going to win this game. No, oh, I, no, 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 no. Oh my! Yeah, have you I'm seen the Bears play this year? I have, and they're just sneakily just I, it's terrible. Hard to explain them. They're <laughs> I, almost like they're almost like will, twenty. They've accidentally like, won three MSU games. Team. They've won That's three like games 20, on accident. Yeah, I know. And they're <laughs> going to do it again this week with the washed-up <laughs> noodle arm quarterback. Drew Don't you dare! No, oh, I, he's I throwing three hundred this weekend. No, I will not. give the Bears. Dump offs, maybe. 
I will give tomorrow. the Bears credit that they found ways to win games, but I don't I don't see how it happens this week. I mean, the the weather is going to be bad, so I'm also on the under in that game, just because I think Kamara runs the ball a ton. Um, Robinson might be out for the Bears, oh, so I don't know who the hell is going to run for them. Who's going to catch the ball? Montgomery's been ass, so the Saints might win this game in like twenty eight to seven. And still win by three touchdowns. I mean, I don't know who the hell is going to make any plays for the Bears. Yeah, who wins in a shootout, the Bears or the Saints? Whoever wins. Put some <laughs> no <point. comment>. <laughs> <laughs> The Bears will find a way. Uh, I can't be angry Hot with take. that take. <laughs> like, I, you can't be angry with it because they've done it before, like every right. game this season. <laughs> yeah, just with that defense, they just find ways to just keep it close. And then Nick Foles has some weird voodoo magic. Where he can just pull out these wins from nowhere. So I think that's going to be. Oh, yeah. They won one game because Brady couldn't count and then Swift dropped the ball. (laughs) (laughs) That's that Nick Foles magic. (laughs) I mean, I should say, can we uh, edit out the part where I uh, said something bad about Swift or great draft pick? (laughs) He's looked good the past couple weeks. (laughs) Yeah. So. Don, you're up next. Um, I'm kind of expecting you to really pound this Michigan-Michigan State game with some of your picks, so let, let's hear it. All right, let's do it then. I'm going to start off with that game. I've got Michigan um, minus 30. I just think that's a pretty safe number right there. Um, mm-hmm. Michigan, Michigan State hasn't shown a very good penchant to move the football. Um, nor stop people. So uh, it's going to really, unless Michigan decides they want to be very charitable and, and turn the ball over, um, I, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a, a four to five touchdown minimum uh, spread right there. I believe um, Penn State, Ohio State. I think the wideout is going to is going to kind of make things more neutral. So I think I got over. I got the over with seventy. I think both teams both teams have high flying offenses because Penn State they had I mean they they lost the game they had their issues but I mean they had no issues moving the ball and I I don't think they will either I don't think Ohio State will so I think it'll be basically whoever gets the ball last will win that game Auburn I got uh, minus two over LSU I think I just think having the home game at LSU's offensive offensive consistency issues are gonna are gonna you know show up in that game, and I just think Bo Nix is gonna, you know is gonna step up for them. Um, going to Sunday um, for this one pick Lions and Colts. Got the Colts plus two. I just think the Lions will turn the ball over and they'll they'll give a game winning field goal and lose in heartbreaking fashion. So it's gonna be a really rough week for those fans who who are emotionally invested in the Lions after that last second win. Um, uh, Mississippi State and Alabama. I've got Mississippi – I've got Alabama uh, minus 35. Uh, Mississippi State is a dump – even though they've got their young freshman quarterback that's playing well for them, I think they're a dumpster fire under Mike Leach. And I think, you know, Nick Saban is going to um, score some points and, and all that. So, yeah, my lock of the week. Oklahoma State minus six over Texas. Um, I just think I just, Oklahoma State's had a lot of success over against Texas over the years. Uh, it's at home. They're going to have you know the socially quote unquote socially distant fans, 
and I think Oklahoma State will make one or two more plays, remain undefeated, and put Tom Her- and really increase the heat on top Tom Herman's seat. So those are my picks. I absolutely love your Auburn pick. I'm a big Bo Nix guy, Ooh. and I think I love Bo Nix. I know um, somebody in this this group is not a fan at all, and I'm looking at his face right now. Uh, I know Sean does not like the guy. No, I, I mean, I, I think Auburn, I think they're going to win pretty handily this weekend. Um, I'm going to touch on Auburn-LSU when I go, and I'll, I'll save my comments for that. <laughs> Bonex is terrible. Bonex chill, is let's, terrible. Let's chill on Bonex. <laughs> I'll save my comments for when I go. Oh, is he a friend of the pod? My bad. No, no, not yet. <laughs> yeah, he's a sophomore. He's when he transfers to Michigan State. He, he got worse. From, from last year to this year, which is actually impressive. I still feel good because he beat Oregon, like his first start, and I won money off him, so I'm convinced that he – Oh, it's been all downhill since, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Gus D'Antonio's not doing the best job in Auburn right now. So. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I, think I like that. I like that nickname. Gus D'Antonio. Oh, my God. That's what it reminds me of. Oh, it's very God. true. You want to go <sighs> – all right, am I up? Yeah, Sean, let's go for it. All right, I'm going to start with my only pick on Sunday, um, and that's going to be the Pittsburgh-Baltimore under 45-and-a-half, under 45-and-a-half. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh's offense has not seen a defense like Baltimore's yet, and I don't think that Baltimore's seen a defense like Pittsburgh's yet. I think it's just going to be a defensive slugfest and points are going to be at a premium. I think Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens eventually win the game, which hurts for me as a Steelers fan. Um, but, you know, I can't, can't 100% buy into my Steelers right now Go with this game in Baltimore. Um, we'll just see what happens. Moving to college. Um, I've got Coastal Carolina minus three at Georgia State. Um, like I said earlier, Coastal Carolina is my team. They're my team right now. I'm rolling with them. Give me that. Give me that. Um, next one for me is a principal play. UCF and Houston. Total is at 82 and a half. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't, in good faith, not play the under. 82 and a half is outrageous, and I will play <laughs> the under anytime I see anything over 75, just as a principal. Um, getting to the LSU-Auburn game for me. I'm going under 66, and my reasoning here is kind of Bo Nix is trash, but when you mix that with when Miles Brennan was playing for LSU, they threw the ball 44 times a game on average. They put in the freshman T.J. Finley last week. He threw the ball 21 times. I don't think LSU is going to throw the ball as much. I think they're going to try to grind it out and try to get through with a true freshman quarterback starting. Um, When it comes to who wins the game, I am on LSU, but I'm not going to lock it up. Um, I think that the game is just – I think it's got underwritten all over it. When you combine Bo Nix's noodle arm with LSU starting a true freshman quarterback. Um, next up for me is Iowa State minus 28 at Kansas. Kansas is a stain on a Power 5 program. They are absolute fucking trash. And I bet against Kansas every week. Um, no matter what the spread is. I know Will Hunter 
um, his picks right now. He's on that Kansas train, just hoping to eventually hit it. Um, I don't know what the fuck he's doing because that's just <laughs> it's, it's lost. It's lost every time, like three years. So, gotta give him the you gotta give it to him for the optimism. And then my uh, burnt bacon lock of the week is the Missouri Florida over sixty one and a half. Um, Florida's defense is garbage. Missouri's had time to get ready for Florida. Um, I think that uh, Eli Drinkwitz, he, he's pretty good at scheming up some stuff, going back to his days at Appalachian State as the offensive coordinator and kind of the offensive guy there. They put up points there. He's put up points on LSU this year. They put up more than was expected against Alabama. They went out against, I think it was Kentucky last week, and they kind of won in the slugfest, but they were they won. I think the over in this game, when you put Kyle Pitts and Kyle Trask back on the field um, against Missouri, uh, Connor Basilak is getting it going at Missouri. He came off a bit of a down game, but he put up 400 against LSU. Um, so I think that, that game's going to go over the 61 and a half. I'm really just not appreciative of this Bo Nick slander. So I'm just going to leave that. For another con, we can we could talk offline about that. That just it's ridiculous. Um, but Bonex I do love you taking hot human garbage. No, Act. absolutely not. He's yeah, he's what Sam Ellinger wishes he could be. Anyway, that is um, a absolutely false that's a slander. And egregious slander. accusation. <laughs> well, it's facts. Anyway, um, I do love your play in the UCF Houston game. I, on a personal note, I am so glad that UCF is just having a horrible season it just brings me so much joy that those frauds who claimed a national championship are just getting their teeth kicked in um that just warms my heart and i'm hoping houston can kind of put the final nail in their season here um but no i do like i mean 80 what did you say it was 84 85 82 and a half anything that starts with an eight is just kind of ridiculous so i think yep. that's just a, a smart principle play that is what my thinking was Absolutely. Got anything else for us, Sean? Uh, yeah. If we have time for some bonus picks at the end, I might comb through here and find a few. But we always have right time. now. Right oh, now, we'll, we'll keep it moving. Oh yeah. All right. Well, my picks are sponsored because I'm kind of the host of the show, and that's what I get. And I'm actually going to be gifting everybody else a sponsorship today. So all of our picks are sponsored by Manscaped. Use promo code Bacon for twenty percent off your first order. Um, and I'm going to make – I'm going to go back to my guarantees. I've kind of laid off these since I went like one in five. But I'm guaranteeing a five in one. <laughs> I'm going to guarantee I'm going to go five in one this week. Um, I just really love this board. And I'm just All right. I got to jump in again. I got to jump in again. Uh, what are you going to do if you don't go five and one? We're still waiting for proof of the last one. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do we want? Uh, I'll leave it up to the guests. I know it, we've kind of got hate week here. I don't know if Don, if you want me to change like my the background on my Twitter to something Michigan based for a week or two. Um, a picture of Shea. I could do a picture of Shea. Ooh, man, that's be Michigan good. related. Yeah, we'll do something Michigan related. We can kind of figure it out inside before we get to Saturday's kickoff. But just keep that in mind. I'll let uh, Don and Connor kind of pick that out and whatever it is we'll include that on the thread our of, tattoos out of the question 
Yes, tattoos are out of the question. Okay. Well, okay. Yes, for the most part, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a butterfly and like lower back type of thing. No, no. Oh. Hey, I already got a tattoo bet going this weekend. Oh, that's right, and I got proof. Oh of that. yeah, I know that. I know that bet. Okay. So, I don't think it's ever going to get followed through on, but no, no chance. We'll There's zero chance. And Michigan State wins. I think. I think we never hear from Sean again. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just disappears. Honestly. You know what? I'm I'm bold enough. I'll put it out there. If Michigan State wins this game, I will get Zanjo's Mel Tucker. Oh no! Bacon Dick edit tattooed on my no. ass with his signature underneath it. Zanjo's signature with that edit will be on. I my got, own. I got, I got one. If if Michigan wins, you got to put a, a picture of Wolverine devotee on the in your background. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Fire it up. Fire it up. That's it. Okay, but Don, if Michigan State somehow does this, I want a picture of. Chad. Shirtless Chad Lads is yeah. your yeah. background for for a week. Deal. Let's oh, do it. Well, here we go. Oh, yeah. Well, let's just pick out the Devo team pick. We kind of <laughs> promote a podcast here. We can't have <laughs> <laughs> Hey, come on. Chad's, Chad's a going to be rough. Very, yeah, we, better hope, yeah. we better hope none of those people listen to this. Chad, if you're listening. Yeah, I know. Shirtless Without, Chad. <laughs> Chance of metal God, people respect him. All right, well let's let's, let's move on to my picks. Um, I love Purdue minus seven against Illinois. Um, just that's that's going to be a blowout. I love Georgia minus seventeen versus Kentucky. Uh, this Georgia team is really good as long as they don't have to play Alabama. So they're they're fine until then. I am all on the Rutgers hype train. I'm taking Rutgers plus eleven against Indiana. Uh, Indiana obviously came out with that win against Penn State. Say what you will about the call of the two-point conversion. Um, that'll be up for debate for years. But in this case, I need Greg Schiano to kind of pull out some more magic here. We'll see just how bad the Michigan State loss was or <laughs> if we can maybe feel a little bit better about ourselves than losing to the worst team in Power 5. And next, I love the over in Oklahoma State versus Texas, which is 59 points. I think it's been mentioned here. A uh, couple times tonight, as well as dozens of times in previous pods, uh, the Big 12 does not play defense. And Tom Herman, he's fighting for his job. You got Mike Gundy; he's still a man. He's 50 now, and I think that that, that score is going to be pretty high. So I like the over there. Um, this was mentioned on earlier. Ohio State minus 12 against Penn State. That's going to be a, a, a slaughter. I'm not picking against Ohio State ever. Um, maybe once they play touchdown, Trevor and Clemson. We'll discuss it then, but until then, I'm OH. And for my lock of the week is the over in the uh, Michigan State versus the real U of M, Michigan, um, a 52. I Michigan might cover that themselves. I really don't see this game being low scoring as Minnesota was able to really establish the run. Um, even their wideouts got cooking a little bit. I do think Michigan State's offense showed some promise with Jalen Naylor and Jaden Reed if they can hold on to the ball and not look like Blake O'Neill in the final seconds of a close rivalry game and fumble it away, then we'll be good. Um, so I do like Michigan to win that game, but um, in terms of the over, I like the over. I think both teams are going to kind of put out their best effort. So those are my picks. Uh, that's, I mean, it's probably going to be 6-0, but I'll just be humble and say 5-1. and one. 
Takes on coming for you. Too wrong there. You got two. Wrong. Man, you really, you really wanted to be at least five and one with that Rutgers pick, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, the Rutgers. What, is Indiana going to turn it over seven times or eight times or what? Nine. Not five. Not six. <laughs> not seven. Okay. Not seven. What about Oklahoma State? By the way, has the best defense in the Big Twelve. They do. They do. Oklahoma State's but going that's like, to the playoffs. The best, yeah, the best defense the best... in the Big Twelve is still no defense. Yeah, but they yeah. they locked down Iowa State, Brock Purdy, Brees Hall. Here's my thing. The best defense in the Big 12 is like being the tallest midget at the carnival. It's, I mean, <laughs> you, you technically win, but it doesn't mean that much. I don't know oh. if that's like, yeah, maybe, yeah, whatever. I'm not sure if that's the appropriate term for them, but I'm going to keep it. Um, I'm going to disagree on the Kentucky-Georgia game. I've got Kentucky plus the 17. Um, I think Kentucky tries to go ball control on Georgia and just kind of keep play keep away. And Stetson Bennett has not given me – he kind of did and he kind of hasn't any confidence on trying to put points up to try to get more than 17. I mean, they got that cover against Georgia in the first week – I mean, Auburn in the second week. Um, but they played it kind of close with Arkansas and they had a few close games and got blown out by Georgia, uh, Alabama. Um, so I'm kind of on the Kentucky train right now of them just kind of you know, run the ball like they have in the past years. You know, we had Lynn Bowden last year. They've got the guys this year. They're running the ball a lot. Um, I think they kind of just play keep away and keep it in an ugly, close game. And Georgia eventually wins, but I think it'll be close. Is yeah. Rondo Moore back this week? No comment from Purdue. Because – I mean, that's probably why it's only seven. I, I love the Purdue pick, Brett. You said you, you like the pick? Yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, they're probably playing it close to the vest. And Illinois probably contracted a bunch of COVID versus Wisconsin. So they're probably <laughs> not. Puffing and puffing. Yeah, they're not going to be looking good. Corona Bros, Wisconsin. Yeah. I, and I, I just really want to point out two things real quick. Uh, I still kind of like Clemson, even though I don't, I don't know what the spreads, because, I mean, this will be everyone knows by now, especially when they're listening Friday, but Trevor Lawrence, COVID, he's out at least this week. Um, but they're, they're backup quarterback. I mean, he's, he's a stud as well. So I still think it they was, cover that 28. It was 31 earlier today. It's dropped since yeah. then. Yeah, I, I think that's free money. And then – they yeah, to get yeah. COVID so they get DJ some reps for sure. It's, it's kind of like Tom Izzo having guys get injured in December. Yeah, the, and Denzel Valentine knee injury. <laughs> yeah, Denzel Val- yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is the Dabo effect. Yeah. Yeah. And the, then the quote, quote knee scope that Denzel yeah. got. Yep. Yeah. And then the other game I was keeping an eye on, but obviously it's not happening, is if Nebraska was going to play whatever community college they were trying to schedule, I was going to take that community <laughs> college just because Nebraska is just in a complete embarrassment to not only the Big Ten, but I think to all Power 5 football, like, their ego trip of thinking there's some dominant program anymore is just – it's hilarious. But. Can, we, can we all take terms, turns slandering Nebraska really quick? Oh, absolutely. Just, like, go around and, like, kick them while they're down really quick? <laughs> it's, like, it, I mean, office, it's office space type of thing where it's the printer. They're the <laughs> printer, and we're just, like, taking wax at them right now? I mean – Absolutely. They're the biggest Ohio State fanboys on the planet. Did you see the tweet from that one kid? I, I think I think that was we all saw that tweet today where he was like, "Oh, they're planning on boycotting the Penn State game because Nebraska can't play Tennessee Chattanooga." Like nobody cares about Nebraska. Not one person no. at Ohio State even probably even realizes you're not playing this weekend. 
<laughs> like nobody cares about you. They're not putting their playoff hopes on the line because you can't play a FCS team and get your record. You're, you're first and only one of the season probably. Like I, I can't believe that they, they think people care about them so much. It's crazy. It's just it, an embarrassment. It's funny. It's hilarious. It is funny. <laughs> yeah, and they, they threaten to leave the Big Ten. Then they get their teeth kicked go, in by Ohio State. Go. Let them go. Get. Oh, yeah, that's true. Give us like Iowa State or something. I don't care. Like Kansas Iowa State, State would actually be fun to watch. Kansas yeah. State. To quote, uh, quote 97.1, the ticket legend Terry Foster, uh, let the bitch let walk. The bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been – if Kevin, Kevin Warren – if it, oh, he should have sold him. Get lost. Oh, man, man, the crazy part was Nebraska, whenever they talk to Michigan fans, I go, well, wait till you play Ohio State. It's like saying, my dad can beat up your dad. That's, that's, what, that, that's what that kind of crap is, man. Exactly. <laughs> and, and it's the, crazy, the crazy part is, it's like, y'all getting, you, you guys are getting upset about scheduling a football team from Chattanooga, Tennessee. 48 hours before kickoff, bringing them in to play, and when they when they're not held to the when they're not held to the same testing standards as you are, and the thing about it is, if one player, one coach, or one staffer from UTC comes in there and spreads it throughout the team, and then one or two people from Nebraska catch it, you're, you, the whole Big Ten schedule is st- stood on its head. It's not worth it for a guaranteed win. Just take the bye week and and, and get ready for next week. It's just, I just, ugh, I'm, I'm sick of these fools. Yeah. I don't <laughs> they, think they know what conference only means. I don't think I don't think they understand what that means. So like well, the, press, the next time a team, uh, they should have just that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I uh, they drive me nuts. Nebraska is is, the, is what they should have done. Instead of trying to play some crappy game, they should have been like, well, okay, well we won this game then. Yeah, you forfeit. No, yeah. Nebraska is the guy who comes back to the ten-year high school reunion with his class ring. That's got a giant his leather jacket. On it. Yeah, he's the guy who walks back in. Like, remember what I did twenty years ago or ten years ago? And everyone's like, Rico. "Nah." <laughs> remember that touchdown pass? Yeah, That's remember crazy. when Tommy Frazier ran in for the national championship <laughs> in like nineteen eighty or whatever fuck year it was? Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Nobody remembers that fucking bullshit. They're just. They're tryhards who left the Big 12 for the bag and now are upset with what they've got to do to keep the bag. I'll say this. Uh, Nebraska hasn't been good since they won the national title in 97. Nebraska's the Wolverine devotee of the Big Ten. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Without a doubt. They just live in the past and they really don't have anything to show about now except for their – Apartment that's decorated in everything, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, Nebraska's uh, the Nebraska's the, the guy who changes the dog permit logo on his door <laughs> from Iowa colors to Nebraska colors. Yeah, but Nebraska doesn't celebrate all sports victories like uh, devotee celebrates like field hockey. We don't know. Games. We haven't we haven't we haven't dug deep enough into Nebraska. They don't Twitter. care about anything. They I mean, care about football. They, if it's not they football, they don't sports? care. Uh, I think rest, of, wrestling and football, football probably. I think it's probably just two things. They kind of have and a corn husking. A, yeah. Yeah, corn husking, and that's really all that they have. So, fellas, we'll wrap it up. Uh, we really appreciate Connor and Don for coming on. Um, looking forward to kind of fi- finalizing these uh, side bets that we have, and 
with that said, uh, let's enjoy this rivalry week. Uh, just kind of thankful to be able to even have a game with everything going on. Um, so I'll say go green. And for Don's purposes, I won't say the other color. Go blue. But yeah, we'll let him finish that <laughs> off. Yeah. So, go blue. Yeah. Go white. Go, go sponge. Go sponge. Thank you, everybody.